witty banter. Hey, Papa. Uh, uh, you have a quip. We'll put that for a quip. It's just cadals. Welcome back to Witty Banter, episode number 146. My name is Max. I am your host with me today. All right. A man who has is really blowing me away with his culinary skills recently. Mr. Hunter Dorsett. I should be blowing you away with my freaking nostril, shitty mucus whatever it is that I'm bringing down. Is that what's going today. on right now? I didn't want to say anything earlier, it's gross. but it seems but like you got something going on. To your that point. Was a hard right turn. I've been yeah. feeling pretty good about how I've been cooking my shit. He has been, he's been cooking up some what's, fire What's food. the signature dish right now? So every Sunday I make a steak, Chase, uh-huh. and I'm like mincing garlic and I'm like searing it on the stovetop and then putting it in the oven and putting Finishing butter on top of that shit. Oh, oh yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> just, just no, absolutely. <laughs> he's, he's right there with me. Uh, and of course, our other host for this evening, a man who recently got a fresh cut. All right. He's looking very sharp over there. Mr. Chase Williams. How you doing? Four buddy? months behind, dude. It was, oh, it was time really? to do it. Dude, that feels so good though. When you let it go that long and then you get a fresh cut right after that. Oh man. Yeah. It's like you're a new person when you look inside. Absolutely. I mean, sure. I mean, I'm as egotistical as the rest of us, you know? I got to look good. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. If you look good, you play good. Terrell Owens. I'll never forget that. Thank you, T.O. But of course, enough about hair. This is Witty Banter, a show where we talk about, I guess, just whatever we're really thinking at the time. I guess, right? yeah. Yeah, a little That's bit for sure. That's what it's kind of rolling into. Did you see that Goichi put out his tier list for DBFZ? I did see that, yes. Absolutely. Tier list? Yeah, he, so he yes. ranked. So Goichi, what, arguably the best player in the world in Almost. terms of... Inarguably, Almost at this point, definitively, yeah, yeah, um, put out the list of characters he thinks is, is best, and yeah. the top three he ha- he has Android sixteen, Kid Boo, and Adult Gohan. There you go, that's seems- Adult Gohan. There you go, Mister Adult Gohan over there. That seems that seems fair, right? I don't know why. Like I I, I see people talk about Kid Boo a lot all the time, but I don't play them as often as I do some of these other characters, like Vegeta. <laughs> Or like Goku Black, right? So yeah, so he's got Vegeta, so Black, Trunks, Hit, and Go Tanks all in the same tier, and he has that as his middle tier. Yeah, man. But I will say it's, it's nice to note that he doesn't make the tier list go below like A minus for mm-hmm. I think good reason, and I think the idea is that in this game, one, we don't really know still yet, and two, just given the fact that everybody has all these different capabilities in the game, what do tiers really even mean? At this point, who knows? But I, mean, I would love to. I would love to hear what goes into his thought process in making these, because you you have to think that he's got just ba- like he probably has an understanding for what for ev- for all of the options that every one of these characters has, and for him, it's just like these are the characters that have the most options. They have the most potential, the most opportunity during play yeah, versus lo- others who just team? don't have the options. He is Cell, which is somebody that I would argue would be in the top ring. Yeah, he's got Cell and 21 together. Android 21 together just below 16 Kid Buu and and Gohan. Yeah. So where's Frieza on that list? Frieza's at the very... Frieza's at the bottom, bottom. yeah. Wow, does that surprise you? You know, it's weird because, like, I've finally been playing again and practicing again, and I still love playing Frieza probably the most in this game, and I think Frieza can do just a tremendous amount of damage on his own without meter. And I thought Frieza was going to be a top tier character when the game like launched week one, but yeah, no one uses Frieza, and I, I haven't looked at frame data. I don't really look at frame data for this game, but I have to imagine it's just a lack a lack of options. You know, like as far as I understand, pressuring with Frieza is extremely linear. You know, there's really not a lot of variation you can add to it. But yeah, no, I guess it did surprise me just because you can do so much damage with him. Yeah, he's right down there with uh, your boy Majin Buu. Hunter. Yeah, fat people are sleeping on Boo. Apparently, I'm gonna bring him up to yeah, the top. Yeah, bring him back to the top of the ring. They, they, yeah, that you would can't be... forget about Modern Boo. Oh, absolutely. That is. Oh man, people are sleeping on that character. Man, he is very cool. Uh, but not only do we play video games here, we also drink Brew Daddies. All right, Brew Ha Ha Brew Haas, Brew Daddies, Tall Boys. 
uh, as well as fancy schnifter style drinks. Yeah. <laughs> like on Chase might be got the, going on over the there. Beers. We've got, let's go to the resident adult of the group, Chase Williams. What are you drinking over there, sir? I am drinking a Talisker 10 year single malt whiskey. Right on. Um, I'm starting to lose track of which ones I've had and which ones I haven't here. Of course. I'm trying to keep it fresh. Just listen to I'm, the show, I'm, dude. What's that? Just listen yeah. to the show, dude. I, li- I do listen to the show, but trust me, everything about it is in Maybe one ear. I need to update other. my Excel sheet. I, dude, <laughs> yeah. I think that every time I go in to like, select a beer of any kind, I'm like, this one looks pretty cool. But then I'm like, have I already thought this one looked pretty cool? Did I pick this one? Yeah, at some but point? we're at the point now where like, it doesn't fucking matter. Like even if we double oh, up, we double up a couple times. Matter. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't, according to him. It doesn't. No, we're not like hardcore all reviewing it and giving it numbers anymore. We are now on the friendly <laughs> gesticular. We've gone review. soft, man. We don't speak for the people anymore. Now we're just I don't like think it's, it's that pretty we've good. Gone soft. We give soft reviews. We're okay. soft reviewers now. Yes. <laughs> like that. Home of the soft review. <laughs> the Chase. How's your soft review shaping up so far? As uh, yeah, to lay down a nice soft foundation, it is a just an amber color, a pretty straightforward amber color, and it smells very bright and very light, um, and it's got a bit of a burn to it on my first sip, a little little harsh so far. So I'll, we'll we'll see if I can if I can get a, a few better sips later down the line with some more Definitely. flavor. Sounds good. Well, me and uh, Hunter over here sticking true to form, drinking a brew daddy that I saw today. Something that the title just really spoke to me yeah. uh, called humidity. It's just something <laughs> that I feel like I've really grown attached to and that I really can't escape no matter yeah. how much I try. Uh, but it's from Southern Star Brewery out of Conroe, uh, known locally for being the <laughs> only actual brewery at any point of any notoriety from Conroe. Uh, just the fact that it exists, I think people tend to really flock towards it quite a bit. Well, wow. look at this on the top of the rim. Uh-huh. First to can craft in Texas. Uh-oh. Is that for real? I don't know. I mean, Chase is hating on him over here, but apparently they're the first to do it. All right. Everybody else just <laughs> followed. Everybody else copied Southern Star. It's like I a haven't liked a single thing, Southern Star beer I've ever had. I don't think I've drank a Southern Star beer. You drank Southern Bombshell Star Blanc. when you shot um, Nick White's music video because they were sponsored by Southern Star. Were they really? Oh, yep. so We've also cute. had a couple. The bombshell the blonde is what you well, had. The bombshell blonde. There's one where was, yeah, we I'm had like about. a Everybody luchador. That. That's Southern Star. Yeah, I remember that being like not. It was okay. A horrendous beer. But this one, I think, may be a little more promising. Yeah, and then Why probably is that? because it seems simple. It's <laughs> it's a Kolsch style beer. Simple. So it's gonna beer. be more like your lawn, like your lawnmower or something. Just kind of like a straight a easy drinking. What is Kolsch style? Dude, give me the lingo. What's the exact? uh, How does Kolsch made, and where is it first founded? I think that it is a um, location specific. Like, Uh, oh, only if you have to make it mm. in this place, otherwise it's Kolsch style. Do we know the place? Kolsch. It's not Czech Republic. Kolsch in Germany. Cologne, Germany. Cologne, Germany. Germany. Of course, it's Germany. And it's just a. uh, It's just. It's a light lager, um, but what makes this one different than just a, a typical Pilsner is it's usually a little more yeasty, Ooh. a little more bite to it. Yeah, perfect. Maybe a little more dank. A little bit of dank, a <laughs> little bit of yeast, a little bit of bites. Know. Who knows, right? But I'm but excited like, to... You know, it's kind of like a rocky, like uh, Italian stallion kind of beer can. I'm kind of into it. <laughs> so uh, take but it. It's, it's looking pretty good. Uh, I'm excited to see how it kind of opens up. It's warmed up a bit too, which so maybe I'll yeah. give it a little time to speak to us a little bit here, a little bit. Cool, yeah. If you boys, did any of you guys see the teaser to the new Dragon Ball Z movie at all? What? No, you haven't. Oh, it looks. I, I was too busy finishing up Dragon Ball Super. Dude. I also finished up Dragon Ball Super. And did let you me guys watch the entire series? I no. watched the Tournament of Power, which yeah, was Tournament like the last Power. arc, and then I watched oh. bits and pieces from before that. But uh, yeah, those last two episodes are pretty cool. So speaking on that animation, the animation in this teaser for this new movie is fucking like stellar. Outrageous. Like incredible. And animation is just one of those things that like since the dawn of time has not really gotten that much easier to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's not a whole lot of ways to like add in a million extra frames without doing a billion different fucking things (laughs) without drawing something 10,000 million times. Right. Or you could just do the computer graphic stuff and everybody's like, I hate it. It's the worst. Right. But it's looking very promising. So you guys, is it 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 more computer generated? No, it looks like all hand drawn, at least from the teaser. 
That sounds fucking dope. Yeah, he's like jumping around, doing a little Bruce Lee stance, you know, the shadow boxing in the middle. It's very That's like what truly makes me sad watching Dragon Ball Super as compared to Dragon Ball Z, because Dragon Ball Super has its great moments or whatever. Yeah, of course. They'll do flashbacks every once in a while to Dragon Ball Z moments. It's like so distinctly different. It's not even relatively the same animation at all. I've actually been watching uh, season one of Dragon Ball Z lately, and... Just getting to see the old, just iconic stills is, oh, feel like you just remember all over again, like why (laughs) this show has the resonance it does. It's so fucking cool, dude. Took hold, man. But yeah, that was, uh, that was what I was doing this weekend. I haven't seen the trailer. Would we be remiss in saying what the trailer was about like what this upcoming there's movie nothing is. that it tells you it's just him shadow box it's goku shadow boxing for a second and then flying up and like trying to punch somebody and then their hand comes out and blocks the punch and it kind of kind of looks like he's wearing saiyan armor so everybody's kind of really? saying like maybe it's another thing i hope that. it's not jiren it's jiren back but he's a saiyan now and he fused <laughs> and he's gone jiren's gone super saiyan 3 Oh, man. But enough about corny nerd stuff, man. Let's talk about some cool stuff. All right. Let's go into the nitty gritty here. This is witty banter. Flink, flink, blomp, blomp, blomp. Bling, 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 blomp, bling, bling. All right. Chase, you said you got something for us. You said you got a steaming Take news it article. Out. You're Whip it around. It out, put it on the table. <laughs> Ask us what we think. And we're going to give you our honest opinions, Chase. What do you got going on right now? Hunter, I um, I listened to a podcast lately, the same one that I believe that you listened to about a week ago, where there was a crypto expert on. Yeah, and I felt like I learned a whole lot. Like I've, my understanding for <clears throat> cryptocurrency went up just a little bit, right? Dope. Um, and so the news article that I have is about cryptocurrency, and I just wanted to talk to you about it, Hunter, and see what you kind of thought about it. Okay. Um, oh, but first, before we before we dive into it, when it comes to the uh, the the nomenclature of mining for Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Do you want to give like a quick primer on what that means exactly? Yeah, it, it has a couple of like probably like two or three different things that go into the idea of mining. <clears throat> it is usually um, something whereby you have people that are uh, users in the network who have a, a, a great resource of computing power at their disposal and they are basically running algorithms on these supercomputers of theirs to basically secure the network. They, <clears throat> there are a bunch of shit ton of transactions that'll happen in like a 10 minute window. These people um, basically select transactions, for, usually right now at least, for like a fee. You'll pay like a little extra on top of your transaction to get it verified. Um, and they basically pick those and they'll put them into a block, and after the block has been like figured out and the chain has been kind of secured, then it gets accepted, and now your transaction is, um, you know, like an irrefutable history now. So that's what I learned that uh, the mining part is essentially taking all of the transactions and legitimizing them, and then that's what adds to the blockchain, and that the blockchain quite literally is the history of transactions all the way back to the first one. Yes, it is the chain of blocks of transactions. Yes. Yeah, which was really... And then while you're mining, like every block that gets mined, um, each coin, for instance, Bitcoin, will have a set amount of Bitcoin that like basically almost get dispersed by a block being mined so like or secured or however you want to say it so like you know every it's it's right now for bitcoin it's about every 10 minutes they'll they'll secure a block and then they'll disperse like 25 bitcoin for that block being secured but the amount of computing power that you generated in securing the network for that block that's usually like a proportion of how much you get of the 25 Bitcoin that were put out there. So it's a really like, it's an arms race, really. I was going to say, and there's an impetus on the miners to mine as much as they can because they're getting that cut. And so there's almost like a competition to mine. Yep. Oh, gigantic competition. And in fact, it's like really worrying a lot of people over the world because it's a shit ton of resources of energy that are going into it. 
Well, that is that is literally the article that that this that, that is what this article is talking about, and it was something I was oblivious to, and I wanted to talk to you about it because I was sure that you'd probably have an opinion on it. But um, this is on the it's from the Atlantic. It's called Bitcoining or Bitcoin mining turns electricity into money, uh, and I'm going to not really read it word for word. I'll paraphrase a bit, but it's talking about the quote unquote physical reality of Bitcoin mining. It says, whatever else Bitcoin might be, it is first and foremost a way of converting electricity into money. And it says, Bitcoin mining is what we call programming computers to do arbitrarily complicated calculations in a puzzle competition that gets harder as time goes on. The hardware and software necessary to do this are more or less commoditized. Mining has always been an aspirational name, but if we accept the metaphor, miners are mining electricity. So first, do you kind of agree with how this person is um, framing mining? Uh, they're, they're kind of making this statement that mining is arbitrarily difficult and, com- and complicated. The hardware and software necessary to do it are commoditized, meaning it can be bought so anyone can do it. And at the end, miners are really mining electricity. Um, I guess it's not that I disagree like with an absolutism, I think it's more perspective. So like when you say something is arbitrarily difficult, right? The reason why it's so difficult is because there have been more and more resources placed into mining and the people who are sort of like at the forefront of leading Bitcoin, they basically want to make it as secure as possible. And the, that is supposed to be in line with kind of the original direction and like the motives of Satoshi Nokomoto, who made Bitcoin. Um, he wanted it to be like ultra secure, ultra foolproof. Um, <clears throat> and so you basically have when you say something is like arbitrarily difficult, that basically g- goes down to the number of zeros in front of a decimal point that you know it'll take before a single you know computer can figure out what this blockchain is but if you have like a super fucking powerful computer then it's more likely to figure out whatever this factor it's called the nonce number the nonce factor it's a constant and you plug it in and eventually that will like say okay everything that's in the block all the computers on the network agree with it we're gonna put this in and so that nonce factor is like something that you, it, the way it was described that made sense to me is like you have a shit ton of supercomputers flipping a coin uh, a billion times per second and just the number of um, coin flips in a row or whatever, that when they finally get it, that's yeah. like what finding the nonce factor is. So I, I agree with the idea that it's like it's you use a shit ton of electricity and thereby get... Um, money in return for it yeah but i don't think that it's as simple as just like oh i put in electricity and i get money out like right yeah so it was i've never considered like the physical impact that mining would have because it's something that's spoken about in terms of like software and computer processes so you think about it in like in the internet in the ether right it's not this real thing yeah but this article goes on to talk about miners who are now looking for very geographical, geographically specific uh, places that are near, uh, in this example, they use dams or uh, coral river water that generate like massive turbine um, power. Uh, and they found areas next to the Columbia River and the Rocky Mountains where they have a bunch of these facilities. And so power is actually very cheap. And not only that, but there's government subsidies in the power uh, or like in the electricity uh, market there, which makes it even cheaper. And so mm-hmm. they're basically noting that miners are trying to find the cheapest energy possible so that they can harness it. Um, they can harness the electricity and and mine for a lower rate. And that it's actually like driving the, the cost of electricity up in a lot of these places. Yeah. So they need and, a lot of the energy just literally to power their computers who are working super hard. Yeah. That's it? Essentially, yeah. That's crazy. So this, like, nonce factor is increasingly getting bigger every time. Yeah, because it's, like... Longer and more complicated every time. Yeah, it's, like, when it first started, there weren't a shit ton of people on Bitcoin Network. Right on. So in order to have, like, a 10-minute block, 
you'd have way less computers figuring out this equation. But now there's like a shit ton of people that are fucking on the network and that are using it and that want to secure it. And you have super high powered, like, like they said, like commoditized, they're called ASICs. Like they're literally built for mining Bitcoin. And so when you have super computers, if you want to keep it still a 10 minute block with a similar number of transactions and shit, then you have to basically, like he said, like arbitrarily raise how difficult it is to find this fucking number. Mm. Okay. So, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> and so something else that I recently learned about Bitcoin Hunter, and you'll have to correct me if I get the details wrong, is that there are set time limits where the amount of Bitcoin that you can get when you mine is like reduced, mm-hmm. which makes the, like it slows down the rate at which currency can be put into the system and makes it a more uh, laborious process to get the same amount of coin as it would have been a year ago before like the bump. Can you like smooth out those words for us? It's called like the halvening and it's basically the idea is, is okay. If it's 2018 right now and a Bitcoin's roughly $10,000. If the idea is more people come onto the network, Bitcoin is more secure and it's way more valuable in 10 years, well, you shouldn't be getting 25 Bitcoin per block. We want you to get about the same amount of money. So we'll half that. We'll say instead of 25 Bitcoin in 10 years, you're going to get 12.5 Bitcoin for every, uh, every block that's mined. And so it's basically just a way to make sure that you it's deflationary right yeah it's well the deflationary aspect comes in from the capped limit because there's never going to be more than 21 million so in that instance that's the deflationary gotcha the the um the fact that you slowly have money that is dispersed over time that's actually inflationary but it's increasingly or it's it's decreasingly inflationary you know what i mean like you're having less flow into the system over time. So, yeah. This 21 million in Bitcoin, like, is it $21 million equated to Bitcoin or 21 million Bitcoin? There's 21 million Bitcoin, like, the protocol is set. Yeah. It was, like, when it was put into motion, that's, yeah. the creator said maximum. there will yeah. never be more than 20 mil- well, 21 that's what million gives Bitcoin. It, yeah, that's what gives it actual, like, worth. Yeah, right? and, like, that's what makes the, dem- like, an in- increase in demand also means an increase in price so yep. that you can't just arbitrarily. And that's what like really throws people off that don't know shit about it is like, well, you could just make Bitcoin. And you're like, no, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just make Bitcoin. So, so it goes on to put more uh, qualitative details into what this energy consumption looks like. And they say that the Bitcoin energy consumption index, which is an estimation of the Bitcoin network's total energy consumption is at 55 terawatt hours. And a terawatt hour is a a thousand gigawatt hours, which is a thousand. um, Where's the other goddamn thing? A thousand megawatts, which is a thousand kilowatts. It's an insane amount of energy and they're talking about what what the article goes on to sort how, how it wraps it up as it says you've got miners who are not only racing to make more efficient ways to mine because it's less money it's less cost in energy but it's also faster and they get more money quicker mm-hmm. um they're also going to all these places trying to find cheap energy and now you've got these public utility companies that are having to like increase their load by a huge amount in order to meet the demands of these new miners and there's, there's two um, conclusions this person, the author, draws. And essentially, it's like on the one hand, the fact that it's starting to put such a toll on public utilities is in their eyes a, another argument towards uh, government regulation of it because it's yeah. interfacing with like government-run utility companies. And I'd like to get your thoughts on that. And then lastly, they say there's also another risk that let's say – cryptocurrencies end up not working out like the industry collapses, which I don't believe will happen. Um, I think cryptocurrencies are here to stay. But let's say something happened and and blockchain changed in some way we weren't anticipating. You now might have these like overbuilt electricity infrastructures that are now more expensive to maintain. And then the demand falls out of nowhere. And that could also hurt the economy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just Hunter, I wanted to get what you thought about sort of those conclusions. 
I guess in regards to the government aspect of it, um, it's kind of weird because my understanding, and I'm pretty sure I'm right about this, is that there's not going to be, unless you have some sort of world domineering alliance or something against it, there's not going to be any way for a government or even a group of governments to like stop or destroy or uh, you know take away uh, what Bitcoin has built and what blockchain has built. So it's like it's not subject to the rule of a single government. So that's cool. But that doesn't mean that governments can't restrict your access to it, right? So like when it comes to it interfacing with like utilities, and that kind of stuff yes that is those are the kinds of things that are going to be the reasons why they start putting their foot in the door to like start making regulation around it and start kind of um almost territorializing like what they can about it but at the end of the day they won't be able to like take away what bitcoin is but they might highly restrict your capacity to be able to interact with it yeah, and I was thinking more not not along the lines of like what can government do to get in the way of what is happening, but more of like what what new questions does this bring if this um, this new venture of technology is 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 going to increase strain on government run institutions? You know what I mean? Like there's there's going to have to be more conversation there, and it or it's more it's more of like a sign that this, the conversation's coming. You know? Yeah, and just. Like, I'm pretty sure the cold hard fact is that, like, the amount of energy that goes into mining Bitcoin currently is, like, a shit ton more than probably half of the countries in the world as far as the energy consumption that's used. So, like, a fuck ton of countries that could be having that energy, it is instead going into mining Bitcoin. And yeah, and so it's almost like another, another like first world yep. leaving everyone else sort of in the dust. Yeah, I mean that's that's also scary, right? Yeah, it totally is. Like um, only only the richest nations will have you even have access to this, which. Yeah, but but in the same way, I mean, it's also kind of like a way for freedom in a lot of ways because. <laughs> Like South Korea and North Korea, well, not South Korea as much, but there's like, there's basically like one of the biggest um, cryptocurrencies and one of the biggest like um, sales pitches on cryptocurrencies is like the fact that I think only like a billion people have access to like solid banking and the rest of the world essentially has like no banking or very, very minimal banking. And so this like cryptocurrencies allows people to like be their own bank and like send tran like transfer money from one place in the world to the other and like verify transactions and all that kind of stuff. So it is freeing in that capacity. Um, but then as far as there was another question that you had after the idea of the utilities and stuff, what was that? Yeah. Which was essentially, and I don't really believe that this is going to be the case, but if the demand or like if the load that the miners were putting on the uh, electricity companies suddenly went away. And then what was left was these infrastructures of electricity that were built up for a demand that's no longer there. It could like hurt the economy, essentially. They're yeah. basically saying like, if cryptocurrency doesn't work out, which I believe it will, then this could also be something that happens. Yeah, I mean, I, if there is a thing that would have a sudden collapse, it probably would be cryptocurrencies. But that being said, I don't think that anything, unless there's just some like climactic event where it was a moot point anyway, happened, I, I would imagine it to be a fairly deliberate transition away from it. Because like there are already coins that are, you know, proving to be very secure, very stable, but then they have other ways of mining coins instead of like the way that Bitcoin uses it, it's called a uh, proof of work. And so, like, the fact that my computer figured out this fucking problem, that's proof that I did the work, therefore I earned this money. There's a, different one, there's a different way and a different philosophy called proof of stake, where you basically say, like, hey, I have five Bitcoin and I'm going to stake it on this next blockchain. And it, it's basically a way of incentivizing people that are on the network to not do shitty things on the network. 
And so you say, okay, well, I have enough Bitcoin to stake it, and it went through. Therefore, the percentage of what I staked in order to make sure that this blockchain was legitimate, I get like a certain portion of whatever the amount is back. So there's there's a lot of different ways of going about. I think this is probably this in scaling, like getting enough people to be able to everybody in the world transact with cryptocurrencies is probably the number one problem. And then the number two problem is probably the energy crisis where it's like, there's just way too much energy that's going into securing the network. Yeah. So you were kind of already aware of this whole energy uh, yeah. side effect of it all. Yeah. That's it's regularly cited as like one of the biggest detractors of Bitcoin and like people, you know, maybe going to other either going to other cryptocurrencies or just straight up being against cryptocurrencies um, is because it is a a lot of people will say it's a waste. And I, I, I think at this stage, it's hard to argue that it's not a waste. Right. Because it's not so fundamental in our lives that it's like, no, but we need to secure the network. Like now it's just like, but we have a really secure network. Just uh, use a regular convincing. bank. <laughs> You're like, wait. But yeah. So, well, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Max. No, so I just wanted to say like, as big, like, so Bitcoin is just one of the like cryptocurrencies out there, yes. right? And this is all about Bitcoin specifically, yeah. right? So as time goes on, if like, you know, other companies started coming up and they started becoming more options, just like there are banks in the world, would that at all like detract away from how much? Because Bitcoin is so big that you need more power to do the more like complicated algorithms as you get deeper and deeper and deeper into Bitcoin. Yes. That if you started not having to like do those specifically like arbitrarily complex uh, calculations mm -hmm. because it's split up amongst a bunch of other different quote unquote like, you know, cryptocurrency banks. Would yeah. that at all help the situation? Uh, or no? Somewhat yes and somewhat no. It depends on what gets popular. So Ethereum is about to move to that proof of stake thing that I was talking yeah. about, which but is way less energy intensive. It's by design way less energy intensive. Um, on the other hand, Litecoin does the same thing that Bitcoin does. So if Litecoin sticks around, you know, they mine Litecoin the same way that Bitcoin mines Bitcoin, right? So um, it, it really, it is ultimately a result of the people's choice, which I think is really the most interesting part about it is like, no one's holding a gun to anyone's he head saying, you gotta keep your Bitcoin, you know? Yeah. If you fucking really believe that like the energy problem is, is an issue, and that there are better alternatives out there and you've done your research, you can get out, you know? And, and I think it'll ultimately, it's, it's going to be hard to overcome because Bitcoin is like the first mover and just so dominant. And it is ultimately the most secure network. It has been around the longest and it's straight up unhacked. And like in today's day, that's, that's really saying something like the fact that you have a network that is effectively been unhacked is like a big fucking deal. Yeah. So it, I, I think you're going to have a clashing of opinions as to whether or not Bitcoin should find a way to be way less energy intensive um, or to say, no, like if that's what it takes to secure the network, then that's what it fucking takes, you know? And that's, that's where like having not like a one person leader or like a, a clear cut person that said like, I created this, Therefore, I think we should do this. That's where, like, it's kind of makes it a little more gray area because everyone Designed is by entitled. Committee. Yeah, everyone's entitled to their opinions <laughs> and shit. So. Oh, well, that's awesome, dude. I, yeah. I feel like I still have more questions and I'm, I'm finally it's cryptocurrency is a thing where like if you're not going to get a single explanation, that's just going to make it's that's going to make it all make sense to you. And I think that just speaks to how revolutionary it really is. It just takes a lot of work. To figure yeah. it out and I do feel like I've grown a little bit in my understanding so it was good to to talk about this stuff with you um, today it's cool that you already knew what was going on with it too yeah that's awesome I think it adds such a more like tangible feel to cryptocurrency well that's what I, that's what I'm hoping guys which is cool man it's a real a, thing a little bit of the broski this whole little blockchain. yeah pipe dream you keep talking about I think I'm starting to believe it a little bit there it's cool it is but you're absolutely right like it's it's crazy how many different levels it hits on because there's like a whole political side, there's like a moral and ethical side, there's like, you know, the, the powers that be like, 
taking down the establishment, like libertarian Absolutely. shit. There's so many different ways to view it. And then there's just like, oh, it's it's better for the economy. It's better. It's faster. It's it's more secure. So I don't know. I just think it's really interesting because there's not really one way to look at it. You know? Yeah. The last guy I heard talk about it was just one of the most confident people I've ever heard in the technology. And it was it was it was the kind of confidence where you're it wasn't like, listen to this jackass. It was it was like, holy shit, this guy believes it so much. And he's so good at explaining it that he's making me believe it this much, you know? There's this guy who's a CEO for some company. His name is Naval Ravikant. And um, he he literally sounds like Ahmed Siddiqui yeah. talking about blockchain. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, this is the jam. This is my shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, All right. Man. Well, thank you for bringing up that uh, that story. It was a nice little juicy topic there, man. Got yeah, the man, brains pumping. It. I learned a it's, lot today. It's been a while a, since I've talked about it. It's been really. a while since we've actually had some educational news on this show, which is nice. So I appreciate that. There That's you go. cool. Right on. Excellent. Well, let's let that decompress a little bit. All right. Think about, you know, the moral side of Bitcoin and things <laughs> like that at the moment. And then also come back and give some half times on these beers. Okay. Beat up, boop, boop. If you want to keep up with the show after the microphones have turned off, be sure to follow us on social media by searching Witty Banter Show on Twitter and Instagram and liking us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Witty Banter Podcast. Want to steer the conversation or be a part of the show? Just go on down to wittybantershow.com and leave us a suggestion for a beer or a question for us to answer on the show. And if you like what we're doing and you want to support the cause, head on over to iTunes and leave a review and feel free to share it with your friends. Let's get back to it. And we're back. Yeah, I'm sorry. And we're back. All right. And uh, how are you feeling about this beer so far, Hunter? What's going on with it you? It drinks really easy. That's yeah. Which is like you know what you sign up for. I think. I think this. that I was yeah check what I was expecting. That being said, you know it is like we're pretty much drinking it five degrees. Uh, cooler than room temperature? Probably. Yeah, it's getting pretty pretty warm over but the But it's still, it's holding up. It's not bad. It's not just falling off because of it. Yeah, no, I agree. Which is almost one of the main indicators that I use in deciphering a non-quality beer versus a quality beer. A beer that if it's not cold and you can actually taste it, you're like, oh, God. That's yeah. terrible. Yeah, but I mean, if it's if it's getting closer to room temperature and I'm still like, hmm. Still like, hmm. I can drink this. has this. qualities that I still appreciate there and like. There fucking go. Yeah, no, there's definitely something in it like that yeastiness. There's a little bit of that citrus flavor too as well. Um, it's a little bit more like, it's really drinkable, but there's like a pinch of body there that's also in the beer just as well. Just the tiniest it's pinch. Just a little, little smidge of body. But high on the chugometer. Yeah, still very high on the chugometer, of yes. course. Chase, how is the Talisker? tasting so far so it's lighter like it's it's 45 percent uh alcohol by volume so a little a little bit lighter than the behemoth i had the other week <laughs> mm-hmm. um and it feels lighter when you drink it but there is a spice and a smokiness to it that i wasn't expecting because it smells malty and kind of sweet uh but when you and it, when you drink it it's got like an herbal quality to it it's not i don't get like citrus or nuts or anything like that. It, it's it's herbal, right? Um, and then there's just like a pepperiness to it that I think literally comes through almost from that smoke. Like it's so smoky that it like it's like having a super harsh cigar that makes your mouth tingle, right? It's that kind of pepper, um, and it's balanced really well. Like it's easy to drink, but you still get really just big flavors. It's not like a subtle or rich. Flavor profile is just simple and bold is kind of how it feels. Simple and bold. That sounds good. If oh, I nice. if I had a whiskey and somebody reviewed it like that, I'd be like, hey, okay. thanks, man. I appreciate that. That's <laughs> exactly okay. what I was going for. No, absolutely. <laughs> uh, you are a simple and bold man. <laughs> I quoted you on that earlier. He literally had a his, his nice, fresh, new iPad, and he finished something on it, and he just tossed it callously across the room <laughs> with the confidence that it's going to land right on, on this one little couch with a blanket on, on right it. On this one Come singular on. pile of blanket on his couch. And I said, sir, have you no fucking, I don't even know, <laughs> man. But yeah, that was uh, I've got balls, confident. Dude. Yeah, you're a ballsy man. All right. So uh, what did your balls do for us today? <laughs> have they created anything they special? 
for us at the moment. So they um, bounced. Maybe um, we have a little game over here. We do. Oh, I'm uh, I'm bringing a game. Make your balls for me. And this is the long-awaited Heroes or Zeros Power Rangers edition. There we go. <laughs> All right. Okay. Don't Way sound to really so excited. Sell it. Yeah, I was going to say, here it is. The moment <laughs> you've all been waiting for. The thing you guys We're couldn't back. stop asking about. Yeah. <laughs> stop sending it. Our, both of our emails have now shut down permanently. You have it. So. Let's hear it. Maybe. So we what, going before, to, we, before we start this. Okay. Why Power Rangers again? I just remember at one point <laughs> looking up. Uh-huh. I was just on a random internet tangent uh-huh. and we going through there. the Power Rangers, um, like the series, like all of the different versions of Power Rangers there were. And I was like, holy shit. A lot of these are really goofy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these like, I like I was almost like, there's no way this is real. Yeah. So I felt like it was perfect fodder, you know? Yeah, I feel you. That's a classic, yeah. It's a classic example of something that's like, great, I could definitely make this shit up for sure. And I also just want to see if I can fool you fuckers, and if I if I <laughs> can make a Power Ranger, you know, uh, vision yeah. that you guys could buy into. That is the whole goal of the show, is just to fool you fuckers on mm-hmm. the show for sure. Absolutely. All right, so, man, let's do it. In uh, the, the the rules set of this mm-hmm. show will be that y'all are both going to answer. Um, I'm not going to do cannonball this time. Okay. We're going to do winner goes first. Fair. And um, I guess we will have a uh, lifeline round. What's a lifeline? And what can I do with that? Um, so... Actually, no. You know what? Fuck I that. I get the because small feeling you're making this really, up on the spot. This isn't really lifeline. It's really just like I have like the numbers of the seasons and shit, which is a uh-huh. nice little added benefit, but that doesn't tell you anything. That's true. So I'm not going to say that's a lifeline. Okay. So um, if you get it right, you get a point. Awesome. If you don't get it right, you get zero points. And if y'all both get it wrong, then I get a point. Classic. Okay. I love it. So okay. I believe the last time you guys went against each other, was it Chase that won? I've won twice in a row on this guy. Okay. Whoa. That's yeah. I believe I've only beaten you in uh, a game. Oh yeah. Okay. I well, can't beat Chase. There's that. Until today. <laughs> Until now. <laughs> it's my specialty. All right. Start your engines, boys. Vroom vroom. <laughs> vroom vroom. <laughs> okay. Here it is. <laughs> All right, number one. Power Rangers, hyperspeed. Mm-hmm. When the Rangers are summoned to pursue the trail of the gluttonous Hawkeye space biker gang, they are soon come or they they soon come to realize they are in need of a serious tune-up. Upon receiving their newly engineered hyperdrive crafts, the Rangers Kyle, Brixton, Allie, Josh, and reluctant newcomer Tess rev their engines to embark on a fast-paced quest to protect the galaxy from the likes of space predators so we're guessing whether or not like this series is real yes whether or not this is a real power rangers or whether or not i made this up power rangers hyperspeed Mm -hmm. and they go after a gluttonous biker gang Mm -hmm. that's somehow too fast for them (laughs) well have you watched the series Um, i don't think it ends up that way it makes sense that they would have vehicles because those would that's extra toys and shit to buy. Uh, I definitely think the names of the Power Rangers that you said are all real. Oh, yeah, I'll go for real. I'll say this is real. Hero. I also say this is real. A biker version of Power Rangers? Of course it's got to come down the line at some point. Yeah. One point for me. Oh, my God. God damn it. <laughs> I like already oh, reached my goal. Like I can, I can go out on top right now. And that's our game for us, folks. <laughs> God damn it. So we have seven, by the way, that we're going to do. Right on. Oh, perfect. Right. There we go. All right, Chase, we have to work together here now. Yeah. Hunter is currently really in the cover lead. Our ass. <laughs> yeah. All right. Power Rangers Beast Morphers. Set in the future, a secret agency <laughs> combines a newly discovered substance called Morph X. With animal DNA to create the Power Rangers Beef Morphers team. The Rangers must fight off an evil sentient computer virus bent on taking over the source of all Ranger power, the Morphin Grid itself. 
So if they just <laughs> discovered the morphers, yeah. they just discovered uh-huh. the morphers, but now that. we've got a virus that's going to destroy the morphin grid where apparently they've already had, like where they get their powers forever and always. That seems like an inconsistency. To it me. was a newly discovered substance called Morph-X. Yeah, but the morphin grid is where you're saying they get all their powers. And if the if the new substance is called Morph, I don't see how they're always getting their powers from something that was never called Morphin. Well, they're hey. the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. <laughs> and then they get Morph X. See, and then here's here's what else is fucked. Is <laughs> so, so many other shows have done animal-style beast transformations. And so you're just like, clearly, the Power Rangers have. Is it, but is it this one? You yeah. know, I did not do a lot of like. I, I get like Max. I don't. I'm not trying to. I have some that might clash for like an overall theme, but like I am not mixing and matching. Like, oh well, these people are real people in the show, but this isn't a real show. Like, it's definitively real yeah. or not. What I'm reading. I'm gonna say not real. I think I think you would have given us more specifics on the details of this computer virus and who made it up. You know what? This is real. This is absolutely real. It's more effects. It's when they changed the game. Max is right. All right, all right. Oh, yes. This was season 26. I think it was made like <laughs> last year. Right. There's no way. Yeah, it's got to be made last year. It's got to be. Jeez. More effects. Okay, there okay. we go. I knew it. That's, that's exactly what I thought. All right. Looks All like right, in the lead. so Max 1, Hunter 1, Chase 0. There we go. Just how I like it. All right, so Max, you're going to go up first this time. Yeah, you got it. Power Rangers Futureverse. The Power Rangers are stuck attempting to trap down or track down the evil Zindrog as he skips back and forth through time. It's up to Dr. Lucas to train Harry, Cam, Becca, Alex, and Emily in the complexities of travel across space-time in order to save the past and future from becoming erased entirely. Okay. It's the time one. Okay. We got that much, right? Power Rangers. Power Rangers going through time now. Awesome. Uh, did you, you didn't say the names of them on the last one. Here. Some so of them to say the names down. and some of them don't. Yeah, I'm trying to break down the meta here. Well, it's because like... The the uh, the description. I hate how complicity is in giving us details. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> the the de- like the um, when you're going through in Wikipedia or whatever. Yeah. Like, if you include everything, sometimes the names are in sentences that aren't very important. Yeah. And other times they kind of are. So I feel you. I feel you. So I'm gonna have to go ahead and say that uh, this one is not real. Okay. God damn it. Oh, you know. Is. Okay. I was gonna say not real as well but then i'm thinking well maybe i'll just go different because i don't want hunter to get a point but then again if i end up getting zero points and you end up beating max i'm cool with that (laughs) so i'm gonna say not real Uh because i that was my inclination as well i respect your double meta chase y'all both got that right all right (laughs) this is not real futureverse was a rendering of hunter dorsey that's what i thought you know you got the future boner and who's on that future boner the The name seemed too pedestrian to me I don't know. I thought that that might have been Because you had like Brixton and Allie and cool shit. And the other ones was like Emily, Bob, and Doug. But Brixton and Allie were in the fake one. Yeah, they were also fake. (laughs) That's the meta, man. That's what I'm telling (laughs) you. Yeah, listen. Now you're catching on. Yeah. Okay. Brixton, what a shitty name. Next one. Max, you're going to go first again. I know. It's two to one to one. I'm aware of how ahead I am. This is number four? This is. Okay. Power Rangers Mystic Force. The sorceress Udana enlists the help of Chip, Madison, Vita, Xander, and new guy in town, Nick, to become the (laughs) Mystic Rangers to protect Briarwood and its nearby magical forest from the evil forces of Mordecon, who plans on taking over both the magical and human worlds. Dude, Mordecon? I hope this one's real, because this is the one I'll be checking out for sure. (laughs) Seeing uh, how my boy Xander's doing, uh, hanging with newcomer Nick, who has yeah, a surprisingly standard name. Everything to me in that sounded real. I gotta yeah, say, real. That's too. gotta be real, yeah. That's real. That's what I thought, yeah. There that's we real. go. Which season is that? Do we know? That's uh, season 14. 14. That's a classic, then. It's gotta classic, be. Classic. Classic. <laughs> <season 14. laughs> it's when they're hitting their new stride. Yeah, of course. Really changing it up. Okay, guys. Three to two to one. 
There we go. Question five coming up. In the year 2025. Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Got to read not, the name of it. That's not right. Uh, Power Rangers Space Patrol Delta. In the year 2025. <laughs> The, right at me when he said it. The Space Patrol Delta Police Force protects the galaxy from the Trubian Empire's forces. When their A Squad of Power Rangers falls in battle, B Squad members Sky, Bridge, and Sid are joined by rookies Jack and Z under direction of Commander Anubis Kruger to the <laughs> SPD Power Rangers. God. Anubis, Kruger? Anubis Kruger is such a that cool is band a name. great name. Fuck. I'm sorry. Go on. That's it. Oh, that's it. Oh, okay. Great. That's a great <laughs> way to end it. Starts and ends. Anubis Kruger. So I gotta tell you, man. At first, I was like, no way. Yeah. There's no yeah. way this is real. It's gotta be fake for sure. But then we start but dropping Anubis some of these Kruger, names. Dude. Anubis Kruger. You think I can't come up with Anubis Kruger? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, but you I got how long I spent on this fucking Power I, Rangers? Yeah, that's true. I, I don't doubt it. And I do have to stick with my gut instinct that this is not real. Police force. It's a great idea, though. You should pitch it to the Power Rangers committee um, for the season 47, or whichever one we're on right now. See, so, yeah, the name of it is Space Force Delta. Space Patrol Delta. Space Patrol oh. Delta <laughs> is like... It seems just generic enough that you made it up, and then when them being like a police squad, I feel like it would be marketed as them as police squad. Yeah, people. that makes sense. Yeah, of course. Um, but then Mystic Force is definitely real, right? So like, why am why are we looking so far into? I don't mean. But it, with no, Mystic Force, it all made sense with the fucking witch and the uh, woodland theme and all that. To me, that all went together. I, anyway, it sucks, Max, because my gut was also with fake. Uh-huh. And I don't want to keep copying, but I have to, I have to say zero. Another point for Hunter. Oh Fuck. no, that's that was real. real. Oh, Epis- or, uh, season thirteen, boys. Before Mystic Force. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> they thought of, of Anubis Kruger before <laughs> Mystic Force. Oh my god, they've got some killers on that. Dude, if I squad. ever enter a fighting game tournament ever again, I'm going under Anubis Kruger. Anubis <laughs> Kruger. <laughs> Is incredible. Gah. I couldn't come up with that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, these last two are gonna be. Uh, is it three to two to two? Three to two to two. And two the last two, 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 I think, are gonna be tough. That's good. So you should leave it. Well, I've had literally no barometer for any of them yet. Yeah. So. <laughs> so I'm just throwing s- into the wind right now. So number six, Power Rangers Super Dino Charge. When an intergalactic bounty hunter comes to Earth looking for inner gems tr- entrusted to an alien who lost them during the asteroid bombardment that resulted in the extinction of the dinosaurs, the Dino Charge Power Rangers are formed to find the inner gems first. This Man. is fucked up, dude. No, it's not. It's not fucked up. This is clean. This is nice. This is a dinosaur-based Power Ranger. And this is real. <laughs> That's the thing, though, is like we all know that there's been Dino Rangers, but that description did not sit with me. Uh oh. I gotta go for zero. I gotta differ. I gotta break away. One point for Max. <sighs> Damn it's a it. Strong lead. I believe it's four to two. It yeah. Is. Four to two. It's to impossible two. to come back, but I think we should still, in the theory of sportsmanship, because mm-hmm. you guys are still neck and neck. Yeah. Who knows? Chase, can you beat the dealer? <laughs> can you beat the <laughs> I'm really hoping so. <laughs> Which means, Max, you still have to play this last one. Uh, absolutely. Of course. Okay. Power Rangers Samurai. In order to prevent Master Xandrid's Nylock forces from taking over the Earth, Mentor G of the Shiva House trains Jaden, Kevin, Mia, Mike, and Emily in the ways of the samurai to fight as the samurai power rangers. I mean, it's gotta be real. There's gotta be a samurai power ranger, for sure. Well, Chase looks a little perplexed. It just, just seems like really It just seems too on the nose. I gotta go for zero. It's real. There we go. The king God, of power man. rangers. Is that five out of seven? That your boy is uh, called it's, out? It's pretty decent. I am... 
you know? It was a good game. I thought I, I was getting you because some of these, like, they, like you said, like, they seem too on the nose. Like, Power Rangers Samurai. Well, it's yeah. like, <laughs> come on. Come on. <laughs> you know? Exactly. I, it was a simpler time. There were some then, other right? ones that I could have done, like Power Rangers RPM. And there was, there was another one that was like, dude, I don't know. I could have, I should have thrown in a couple more of the computer viruses because apparently there's like 15 computer viruses on the fucking Power Rangers. Can't wait for Power Rangers to come out pretty soon. (laughs) Will John, John Crypto, (laughs) Power Power Rangers Cryptoverse, (laughs) Crypto. As they do, yeah. There's some evil data mining going on, and they have to get within the blockchain. (laughs) Kids are learning all about cryptocurrency. Shit, my four-year-old knows more about cryptocurrency than I do. That would be sick. Yeah, that's awesome. Pitch that one, too. I will. Oh, man. Well, thank you for the game, sir. Thanks it was a playing. lot of fun. It was fun. Glad to come out on top. Chase, GG's. Good game, GGs. sir. Of course, uh, we at, at the end of the day, we all got Anubis Kruger out of this, which yeah. definitely, that's a win I'm for everybody. I want to tattoo that somewhere on my yeah. body. <laughs> and Mordecon. Mordecon and Mordecon is fucking sick, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if Mordecon's they played each really other in a cool. tournament. Can I get Mordecai and Anubis Kruger on the stream setup? <laughs> Absolutely. Now, this is a rivalry that's gone way back. Yeah, we know this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, before we head on out of here, guys, let's go ahead and check out the mail corner. What up? <laughs> hey, mail corner. <laughs> hey, mail corner. <laughs> How's it going? You know, we haven't, we haven't deemed the mail corner... A specific mail corner? Yeah. In about I do the that last on purpose. 10 episodes. I also Should we just n- have a mail corner buffer? Or should we just I think so. Because the reason I stopped doing it is because I really don't like the buffer anymore. And then we wanted to make new ones, but even those that were like just seemed heavy handed. We can just get a quick, simple mail buffer. Just scream mail into a buffer. Mail! <laughs> we'll do. <laughs> mail! Bag. Um, first question comes from Ben Ebig. Says, are we gonna ever? Are we ever going to see the return of the video game book club or the build your own six pack? What's the video? I don't know if I was on the video game book club. So I think he's talking about. I think I mean I think he's talking about the build your own six pack for video games, right? Well, build your own six pack was a segment that we did that I yeah I have forgotten about because it was I liked the build your own six pack a lot. Yeah. And the video game book club is just when we all played a video game and came together and talked about it. Yeah, yeah, and we yeah. asked the audience to play oh, it too. Oh yeah, that's right. Like with um, inside, inside, yeah. Yep, of course. I'm down to do another video game book club of a little small I think, little game. I like think that. yeah, we just have to be a little more coordinated and tell our audience what they need to be doing before the next episode. We have to think weeks <laughs> in advance. Literally nor- <laughs> days. Literally <laughs> days and days and days. And if we can put that together, I think we can start getting the video game book club going on. We'll, we'll keep an we eye need out to do, We'll do a create your own six pack soon then. Because that, yeah, that, that was a segment I, appreciate I the pretty much forgot about. It's yeah. a fun one. I like that one. It's cool. It's like a less um, pressure filled top three. But then B-Big's got another question. says, who's your favorite McDonald's character? Some uh, of your options include Ronald McDonald, Grimace, if you're Sunday Birdie, gonna Mayor not McCheese. say the Hamburglar. You are Hamburglar's the purple one, right? No, that's Grimace. Oh, God. <laughs> are you kidding me? Hamburglar's wearing the, the Hamburglar fucking... Hamburglar is the burglar character. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm man. sorry, Hamburglar for sure. Grimace. I'm gonna go with Grimace because he looks like a second. big purple nugget. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, Grimace yeah, is really showed man. you what was in the nuggets. I'm gonna go themselves. with Big Bird. Before we cook the nuggets, they look like Grimace. <laughs> All right, Dooney Ray, getting a little heavy. What do you find more terrifying? <laughs> that we are alone in the universe, <laughs> or that we are not alone in the universe? <laughs> oh wow! All right, Whoa. we've had similar questions. This is. Classic Fermi it's paradox. Not right out here. of our our wheelhouse. Um, I don't think I would find it. I think I would find it more terrifying that we were alone. But it's way more interesting if we are not alone. I don't know, man. Like I find it almost more interesting if we would be alone, though. Yeah. Because then I at agree. that point, it seems to confirm some sort of like special thing with us you like, know we have something very important like i guess consciousness i just i guess i've just moved beyond the sensibility 
that like I think life is special, but I don't think it's so special that only we have it. Like I've 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 moved beyond. I don't think that either. I guess I've I've just moved beyond the idea of even considering that I'm the one of the only that like Earth is the only place where living thinking, sentient yeah, creatures. Thinking are. in the hive mind. But but that's exactly why I would be freaked out if that was the case. You know, like because I do think it's the other side. I th- I like. I don't find either one more or less terrifying, to be completely honest. Yeah. I find them both preposterously like crazy in their implications. If we really were the only ones here, I'd be like, well, fuck, what does that actually mean for us then? It's a yeah. lot of pressure now to my day-to-day life to actually do uh, yeah, something important. Like, now I don't think that we're the only ones here, and I don't know what that means for us either. So There's just not, but you know, objectively, you go outside one morning, grab the newspaper, look up, that's a giant spaceship. Yeah. I'm probably going to shit my pants. All right. Yeah. That's probably yeah. pretty scary. Oh, yeah. That's horrifying. Right. Because that guy, he isn't. He's looking at us. He's like, what's all this stuff on this cool new planet? Let's get rid of that for sure. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I guess with for me, when it comes to aliens, I feel like the terror that I would have with a moment like that, mm-hmm. I don't think that anything would just like come warp down <laughs> over us and then be like hey it's cool like we're not trying to fuck with you guys <laughs> we're like just, we're just either looking. they come and warp down and you immediately are obliterated or <laughs> like like they don't have any purpose for enslaving humans except for maybe like well, you don't the think matrix. they're they're shoving probes up our butts or anything yeah i don't know man no, no nocturnal emissions I heard something about a cool book the other day about like butt probing. The <laughs> no <laughs> butt probing. How to get into it? <laughs> no, it was like the idea you have like two different alien species that have been in intergalactic war with each other, and they like come to Earth and are just fighting over the little patch of land on Earth. I was like, that'd eh, be pretty crazy. It'd be pretty rough. Yeah. And you're like, I don't know which side of the war I'm on. And yeah, shit. which team are you? Yeah. <laughs> All right, our last question comes from Benny Big, and he says, if Goku is Bitcoin and Vegeta is Litecoin, who is Ethereum? Piccolo, right? Uh, or maybe not. <laughs> not so fast. <laughs> yeah, well, well, let's back up here. I mean, um, probably like Cell. What? I feel like you just Not like really a bad guy, Cell. right? Like, I'm talking about in powers. You're like, definitely putting a pretty bad image on ethereum right now but cell's pretty fucking cool though yeah i know sure, he's, he's a, a shitty guy. dude he wants okay, to destroy so the planet keeping it into the <laughs> well, you, you want to do whatever you want. You, whatever sure. you want you want to do whatever you want do whatever you want then he can be gohan no, no because boring. he's like the new and improved goku except not really that improved <laughs> except a lot of potential yeah never really delivers on potential. it at any point squandered, the great squandered it for sure that's yeah. i mean that's all i got the reason i said cell initially is just because um it's sort of just like taking the best of a lot of different ideas and putting it into their network. So like they, they have the ability to change a lot easier. I think like, like the way that kind of cell can just kind of, yeah, the way you're describing it, it sounds like you fucking nailed it, (laughs) (laughs) but Gohan is a pretty decent thing too, I guess, because it is kind of the successor to the Goku Bitcoin. Yeah. I like it. Well, that's all the questions. Thank you, everybody, for emailing in. If you want to get your question right on the show, send an email to wittybantershow at gmail.com, and we would be happy to read it. Yes. More than happy, really. Elated to read that. Bedoink. Um, But before we bedoink on out of here, any last words on these drinks, gentlemen? Um, no. I really don't think I have that many more words to put on this guy. You know? Unfortunately, nobody can see your gestures, so... My gestures are going to be just like a, hmm. Yeah, so try to, yeah, I saw it, and a I totally get lip, it. A sure. little, yeah, furrowed brow a little furrowed bit. Brow. Like maybe Lips the slightest smirk. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, <laughs> probably the best Southern Star beer I've had. So that's saying so something. So you, it's drinkable for sure, absolutely. So yeah, I'll, um, I'll, I'll give it like a, one of those, a furrowed brow, a small smirk, a slight head nod. But I wouldn't feel too impressed with myself. I, mean, I, can, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to agree with you for sure. Chase, any last words on the 
Talisker. Uh, yeah, I think this is a great uh, whiskey to introduce people uh, to whiskey on. Like, Hunter, I think you would really enjoy this one. It, this seems like one that is a very good, like, it's a very easy whiskey to drink and sort of sip on, but also has a lot of big flavors that are distinct to scotch, to the scotch palate uh, with, like, the smokiness, and there's even a little bit of brine in there, but it's also just very malty, like I was talking about. So it's just, this seems like a great everyday uh, whiskey where if you order it at the bar, you're going to enjoy yourself, but you're not going to be, you're not going to order the mo- order the most expensive shop on the menu, you know? Nice. Absolutely. Well, gentlemen, it's been a good one. Yes. It's been nice. It's been cryptocurrent. Yes, definitely. Learned a lot about <laughs> cryptocurrency and how it's destroying the wildlife and all of the <laughs> energy the sources. Yeah. Destroying everything. <laughs> I learned that uh, Anubis Kruger was terrorizing the galaxy. Was the head of the crypto gang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Mordecai, right? his Kong, his vice enemy. Is that As what it they was? Hyperspeed yeah. on their bikes through the galaxy. Oh man, <laughs> patrolling the world, the galactic policemen they are. But if you want to hear any more of our silly antics, of course you can find us www.wittybantershow.com where we post everything. All of it is there, from photos to all of the episodes. Um, you can go. We can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, the other things. Google Play, Google, Google Play, Music, yeah, or Google whatever music. the fuck it is. Google, yeah, Google. Try hard to not be on iTunes. Um, <laughs> uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow us the show at Witty Banter Show. You can follow Hunter at Crypto Diesel. I always do you last, so I'm going to do you first this time. Thanks. There you go. Absolutely. Switch it up. If you want to follow Chase, you can follow him at Podacious Chase. If you want to follow me, you can follow me at Probably Max. All right, gentlemen. Let's go ahead. Be. Don't do. Be out of here. Flee. Bye.